boom, boom, boom. Boom. Uh, <laughs> boom, <Yes>. baby. <laughs> I think we found the podcast jingle. Yeah, mate. I think we have. Yeah, 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 yeah. There we go. Uh, this is the Elif Lee Show, and this is episode 77. Uh, and we've got a guest joined us today. He goes by the name of Heavy D. I've got that right, haven't I? You've got that right. AKA the Boominator. <laughs> the Boominator. <laughs> there we go. Uh, do you want to introduce Uncle yourself? D. Uncle D as well, Uncle D. There you go. Uncle D, mate, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, yeah, I'm Heavy D. Um, known for uh, Storage Hunters. Known for Slebby Big Brother. Known for... Um, Arsenal Fan TV, Triple Threat. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> so, what we're going to do today, we're going to have a little chat with Heavy D about what he's been up to and also talking about his journey um, that he's going through with his training and his yeah. boxing match. So, just before we get into that, mate, um, talk to us a little bit about Storage Wars and Celebrity Big Brother. How did you get yourself into those? Alright, storage hunters, um, I was, um, basically I've always been in boot sales and markets and stuff like that, and um, I was just in the right place at the right time, they saw me down the market, they invited me on the show, and um, and that's it really, um, you know, um, they liked me, um, and I just went, went all out and just you know wound everyone up, I think every sort of reality TV show needs a bit of a nutter. <laughs> I, was the, I, was, I was the mad one on that show. And, um, you know, it was like, it was what went from there, really. The success, the success of Soil Sunders was, was, was an overnight success. It yeah. just went crazy. It was like, a, it was a bit of a cult show and like, the students loved it and people just, the people just really took to it and it's like 1.2 million viewers on the opening show and it's went crazy, to be honest with you. And, um, like, is it what it is or is it kind of like, I suppose you can only say what you can say, but... yeah. Like, do I, get, you... I, get, I get asked a lot, actually. I get asked a lot. Is it real? Do you spend your own money? Yeah. Do you sell the... Oh, oh, yeah, those are the top three questions I get asked. So, to be honest with you, it's recreated to make to be like an auction. Yeah. So, obviously, they can't just get random... Because if they went to an actual random auction, you might have a nutter in the audience who might, you know, <laughs> um, you know, you, you just don't know, you know. A so nutter like yourself. Like, you're like myself. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Look what happened there. Yeah. So basically, yeah, yeah. So they 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 try and um they try and get people in and they try and uh, vet them as much as they can and stuff and whatever and and recreate an auction and they do get members of the public on and stuff. But obviously they can't just go into because obviously it's a lot of um it's a lot of you know things that, um, hoops they go jump through. You know, they can't just go to an auction house and just yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And yeah. then, um, okay, and then after that, you managed to find your way on to Big Brother, right? That's right. And how That's did that right. come across? What was that like? That came up, um, that came up, uh, to be honest with you, the first series they asked me to go on there, um, and uh, I waited, they, the producer said, no, buy your time, buy your time, don't go on too soon, if you go on too soon, not everyone's going to know who you are, and stuff like that, and you've got to go at the right time. So I waited to the fifth series, we finished that, and that's when I thought, all right, also, the money was better as well. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. What was that like? What was the experience like for that? Big Brother. Big yeah. Brother was mad. Big Brother was mad. I remember. I remember. Uh, it just went. As soon as, as soon as I walked up them steps, as soon as I was going out of the car, I walk up the steps. But the, but it just went. It's like a bit of a blur. It's so much adrenaline, so much excitement. It's definitely an experience that I obviously like. You know, 
Um, I took that as one of one of one of my, you know, major experiences that I can like look back on the stuff. But it was a crazy experience. I mean, it's just, it's unnatural. To be honest, you have cameras watching your every move. You go in the you go in the bathroom. There's a, there's a camera and stuff like that. And in the bedroom, <laughs> the cameras on twenty four hours. Can't have a quiet it's really shit. Yeah, because it's always moving around. But you sort of get used to it after a while. That's the, that is the funny, the weird thing about it. Is you get used to it. Yeah, that so makes sense. after about two days, you carry on. Uh, you just you just be you just be natural. Obviously, it's not natural to have a camera moving around watching you all the time. But a lot of the people on the show were from um, an environment where you're used, where where you come from, like um, shows where cameras on you a lot. Yeah. But, you know, to actually live in that environment was a bit was a bit was a bit weird at first. I, mean, I can imagine, yeah, especially like as you said, ca- cameras following you, we having a shit, going to sleep, and everything like that. And the thing about it is, you know what? The thing about it is, they say there's no cameras in the toilets, but I think that's rubbish. I think that's rubbish. <laughs> I, I think so, honestly, right? I think so. Because so I remember one time when, they didn't show this, one time when we, we had a sneaky fag in the toilet, okay? And there's no, I think it was me and Bear, we had a sneaky fag in the toilet. There's no way they could have known that we were smoking the toilet. And they came and said, can you stop smoking the toilet? Now, I wanted to know, how would they know that we were smoking the toilet? <laughs> Yeah. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So obviously there must be a camera in the toilet. And yeah. I think I think that's a bit that's a bit weird to be honest with you, knowing that you could be like, you know, you could be doing anything there and there's a camera there. Could be knocking one out, you know what I mean? Well, one out, mate. How long was you in there for? <laughs> how long was you in there for? Knocking one out, the camera's watching you. I don't know, do you? Into Arsenal fan TV, right? Arsenal fan TV, yeah. That all sort of came at the same sort of time as the um, as the storage hunters, and yeah. it just everything just everything just just it just all exploded at the same sort of time. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, um, yeah, that that was that, that was pretty big as well. Obviously, there was a few memes about me and stuff. Like, you know, we're gonna win the league and you know stuff like that. And, and uh, who are Barcelona? Name yeah. who is name on name on Messi and. And Suarez, who are they? I got my, I got myself, I get myself a bit hyped up, a bit gassed. You know what I mean? <laughs> who does I get, I get, I get a bit carried away. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, we're gonna beat Barcelona. We're gonna win the league. And you know, you know, does it happen? I mean, the day is like, you know, you know, I like to, I like to be positive, but obviously I get a bit carried away. You know what I mean? Let's talk about that, right? Um, so yeah. <clears throat> you know yourself, you get a little bit carried away and whatnot, but yeah. and you're quite active now on social media and Twitter and Instagram and yeah. from just looking at what's going on you seem to have like over the last year or so hit quite a bit of what's the word uh, a bit of a hit back from people who follow you and stuff how do you deal with that like what's what, how does that you know how does that happen how do you mean a hit back like you know you get quite a lot of shit don't you oh yeah 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 I do I do but the thing about it right yeah I, this is the way you got you the way you got to look at it. That's the way I see it. Is do you know what? You know, if you ain't getting you ain't if you ain't got haters, you ain't popping. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the other day, it's just a part and parcel of it. And it's my personality as well. You're gonna attract those type of things. You're gonna attract that type of thing, especially on Arsenal fan TV. You got a lot of top, Tottenham fans, 
Chelsea fans from all over this the other. So automatically, I was I was always a target from day one. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. the storage hunters of my personality, brash, winding people up, boom. You know what I mean? This the other. Do you know what I mean? Not everyone likes that sort of thing. So in their days, you're naturally going to get that. Listen, I t- I take I t- I take I I take I, I take it on the chin. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. they like, you give it, you've got to be able to take it, right? Yeah, that makes sense. I'm known as a wind-up merchant. I'm one that's giving it to people. And <laughs> when it comes back to me, I can't be, oh, woe is me. Oh, this is you know, It doesn't work like that. I'll take it on the chin. I'll take it on the chin. But obviously, you know what? It's like, I always like to, I'll always like to think that there's a bit of decorum. The there's a bit of thing. You don't go personal. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't yeah. go personal. Like, yeah. There's got to be a line. You know what I mean? When people get personal about your, your personal life, and your family, and this, that, and that, and da, 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 and your weight, and all this sort of stuff, and blah, blah, blah. You know, I think they're crossing the line there. And you know I mean? Because, you know, no one can honestly say that I've ever gone personal with anyone. On TV, anywhere, find me an article, or find me a TV clip, or a video clip of me going personal with someone. It's yep. banter. It's, you know what I mean? There has to be, there has to be, you know what I mean? There has to be, there's, got, there's, got to be, there's got to be some sort of, like, a boundary, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and that's, and that's... But, so, think about Think about social media, uh, especially Twitter. You got a lot of you got a lot of faceless trolls, keyboard they, warriors. The warriors, the keyboard warriors, the the keyboard, you know, the internet gangsters. You know, the whatever. And the thing about it is, is um, you know, um, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, I don't let it get to me. I know that. I know that. You know, it's it's just it's part and parcel. Yeah. But obviously, like you know, you have your bad days, right? you know, and sometimes it can it can it can get to you. You know, and. You know, you know, and that's perfect. That's just literally what we want to move on to. Is so, yeah. <clears throat> like, at the times when it does get to you, and like, how do you kind of deal with that? Well, this this is the thing, right? This is the thing, like, like now I've, I've embarked on this new on this new um, regime, okay? But about this new regime, you know, to get fit and stuff. And obviously, you got a lot of people. They say, "Oh, you're not going to do it. You're fat. This. You're fat. That." I've had even had like Carl Frampton. High profile, right? You know, he's got half a million followers on Twitter. He's come out and called me, you fat this. You should move your belly when you go for a piss. Um, you're a fat imbecile. There are loads of names you know, I mean, where he just he's attacked me for being, and for no reason. And I think myself, hang on a bit. I can understand now why there's so many Twitter trolls. If you've got someone's high profile as Carl Frampton, baby like that, well, a lot of people think, well, that's okay to act like that. Yeah. Well, I don't think it is. I think people like that should be set an example. It should be setting examples to these people. You know what I mean? Like saying, "Well, no, that's not right," because it's a form of abuse. You know what I mean? Like you know, and the thing about it, is it transpires, isn't it? If it's okay to come, up. but they won't never do it in the street though. They always do it on Twitter, it's a nice safe place for them. You know, yeah. as in the days. But still, it's just like you know, online bullying is just as much as someone coming up to you and punching you in the face. Yeah, it can be just as it can be just as effective. Got a lot of suicides. Suicide is like um, on the on the, the highest. Um, Risks for a uh, under forty-five male got a lot of suicides. Especially for males, yeah. Online bullying. Do you know what I mean? Like, you might catch someone on the wrong day and they're having a really bad time. You say you fat waster, you're 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 nothing this year, and they might take their heart. You just don't know. Do you know what I mean? You don't know the effect that it has on people. Yeah. Especially if you've got people like Carl Frampton piping up and 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 doing all that. He's not he's not a good role model. No. He's not, not a good at all. role model for doing that. Do you know what I mean? Well, you know what? It's bad that they go like, call me fat this fat. I don't mind, do you know what I mean? Because I am fat. Uh, it's a fact, do you know what I mean? But the other day is, like, when it's, 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 not, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Yeah. How yeah. people say it, how they phrase it. 
You can see where they're, they're defending them and there's malice behind it, what they're saying. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, my mates call me, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, whatever. This is yeah, a fat, we're, we're, we're a bit of a banter. Whatever. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's all right. It's, it's, how you, it's how it's said and what context has been, it's been yeah. put, put across. But it's when people come out really maliciously and attacking you with it. And then you think yourself, well, you know what? I mean, the thing about it is like, you can't really... You, you know I mean, what, you can't be, be um, surprised that there's so many Twitter trolls when you've got people openly, openly fat shaming people on on social media. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like I you think... know what I mean? Like there's ways and means. And like the thing about it is, when, I'm sure a lot of his fans, Carl Frampton fans, are most of his fans, boxing fans, are probably fat themselves. So he's like he's alienated his audience. It's not very clever that took off from to be honest with you. Not a very clever move because not every not every super, not every one of his fans is going to be like, you know, Adonis's. No, there are a lot of like fans that are like overweight. You know what I mean? Like you know. Well, it's, yeah, it's it is. Yeah, like yeah, it makes it's, sense. Yeah, and it's like as harsh it as it makes sounds. Sense. Like, for you, for you, to, <clears> for you to start calling someone out for their weight when most of your fans are overweight, that's not a very smart cookie. Do you know what no. I mean? No, especially yeah. if he is looking to inspire people. Yeah, exactly. I mean, how is he inspiring people? How are people going to look back at him? Like, it's not, I can't remember name one um, world champion who's been that classless. You have a bit of class about you, huh? You can't just attack people, do you know what I mean? Just because, like, you know, he's got no personality. Why do you I think... I can lose <laughs> Why do you think he attacked you? He can't lose being a twat. Do you know what I mean? He's not going to be a twat. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, I can lose my I love belly. that. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He's going to be a twat. A little, a little, a little, a little midget twat. He's not. He's not. That needs to get printed on a t-shirt. I'm telling you now. There you go. There you go, mate. Your new, uh, your new business. Uh, I can lose my belly, but you can't lose being a twat. <laughs> yes! Yes, I like it! I can lose my belly, you can't lose being a twat. That needs to go on a t-shirt right now. That's what I said, ring about, I like that. <laughs> Wicked. So let's talk a little bit more about um, your training. What are you currently training for, and how is it going? Alright, so basically, um, like, you know, you, um, I... I I, I, you know, I, the, the, this celebrity boxing thing started for me when I came out of the Big Brother house. Me and Lewis Bloor, we had a bit of beef in the house, and we said, oh, we, let's sort out our gentlemen. Because you know what? You've got a lot of these knife crimes, all these kids carrying knives. They think that's the only way to deal with beef and this thing or whatever. And I'm thinking, I'm trying to tell myself, well, do you know what? I'm in the public eye. There's a better way. There's a better way than this. Get in the gym, get in the, get, get in the ring. You've got a problem with someone. You know, you get on the gloves and then you have out and you have respect for each other afterwards. Yeah. I mean, like, I think that's the best way to solve it. Me and Lewis Paul, we had a bit of beef. We had a, we had a boxing match um, a year ago. He beat me. But I thought that's not the end of the journey. He beat me the th- uh, third round and threw in the towel. First then the end of my journey. Obviously, like, he had more boxing experience, not making excuses. But, you know, in the days, he was a boxer. So uh, I'm, I'm not done yet. I'm not, I'm, I'm not done yet, you know. It's, you know, just because I've got a loss doesn't mean I, I want to stop. I like, I caught the bug for boxing, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then we had another boxing match, Bastion Tina, in July. Um, I won that, but it's still a draw, but I won that. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, and then, and then um, I looked for an opponent, and I put out a, um, I, said, I said, no, no, I'm looking for an opponent. Stephen Bear stepped up to the plate, and um, and we he said, yeah, let's do it. So, um, it's everything's been signed. He's, 
He's, he's an American now for filming the series. That side, that's 100%. It's going to be at Wembley Arena. Uh, 5,000 capacity, live streaming. It's going to be a mega fight. Mega. Nice. So, I mean, like, to me, that's what I want. I mean, I, I want... I, it's what I, this is what I want, you know what I mean, the days. I want myself... And I thought, you know what? Why well, use this fight as a, as a platform to inspire people? Lose the timber. All right, okay. You know, I think, the, I think the bigger the challenge... I know that he's fit. He's 27 years old. He's got a six-pack right here. I can't come... I can't cut corners with this geezer. Do you know what I mean? I've got to come in at a really good weight. I've got to come in fit. Like, if I came in... If I was fighting someone who was, was, was a bit of a slouch, I wouldn't really put in the effort that yeah. much because, you know, you don't need to. But for, for someone who's, who's, who's in the prime of their life, they've got a six-pack, he's really fit. Um, I see him at a chariot football match. I was, I was on the same team as him. He can run for, for, he can run for hours. I've really got, I really, so I went to my trainer, Barry Smith. I said to me, listen, I showed him the picture of the bloke. He said, mate, you have got to, you've got to lose six stone. You've got to lose six stone even to have a chance against this bloke fella. All right? You've got to lose, lose six stone. So I was like, okay, so he's put it into my head. I thought, okay, well, while I'm losing six stone, let me, let me document it and let me uh, call it from heavy D to light D and um, inspire people along the way. So they can join me and uh, we can do it together. Yeah. And um, talking about that, like obviously you're gonna you're gonna come across some challenges and some struggles. So, has there been yeah. any challenges and struggles that stand out for you so far? Even across the, even if it's not been the last couple of months, even if it's been the last couple of years, like, is there anything that stood out for you that you've really kind of had to fight through? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, the, 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 to be honest with you, obviously. Um, um, it's like it's the running thing. The running, the running. I've always, I've always been neglected it. I'm starting to run now. Starting to do sprints. I've always like made the excuse I can't run because of my. I, I always make excuses. Oh, I'm pressing my knee, or this thing, or or my weight's too much. It's just all, it's all in my head, right? Yeah. And I've been told that you know what, you can push through it, push through it, and just you know what, just stop feeling sorry for yourself. It's my major thing, right? Yeah. Whenever I've been exercising. And I've always, I've always got to a certain level. I felt sorry for myself and not pushed on. Now I'm going. There is no, there is, there is no, there is no, no. I'm setting ceilings for myself that, I, that, that I set ceilings for myself that I can't, can't do any more than that. But now I'm starting to smash through them, smashing through personal bests. I'm doing twelve rounds on the bags. I should be able to do three and just call it a day. So, oh, go to the calf, go to the calf, get a fry up. Yep. That's be me. Now I'm doing twelve rounds on the bags. Now I'm doing six rounds. Now I'm getting fit, I'm stronger. I've seen everything in slow motion. As you get fitter, you start to see things more clearly. You're seeing things, you're seeing openings, you're seeing things like, you know, and like, it's just a thing, feeling sorry for yourself. I've eradicated that out of my, out of my psyche, out of my mindset. Yeah. That feeling sorry for yourself thing does not serve any purpose whatsoever. Boxing is a sport, you can't feel sorry for yourself because you'll get eaten up. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a gladiator sport. You can't go in there, oh, man, my bum got bad, bad. Oh, my leg hurts. <laughs> Oh no! No, yes, you show any weakness in that ring, you're 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 finished, mate. Yeah. So the other day is like you know, <clears> all that stuff and this thing over and whatever. And I still that. I said, "Moni," and he said, "What are you doing? What are you doing? You're gonna you got a fighting mask. It's a guy who's super fit. He's gonna he's gonna run rings around you, and you're gonna be punching for now. You got to back your ideas up. You you got to take this seriously. It was like a Rocky movie." He goes, listen, take this seriously, man. There is no tomorrow. <laughs> there is no tomorrow. He's like, he's like, he's rocky, mate. Oh, it's all right, mate. He goes, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. He's like, no. There is no tomorrow. We've got to do it now. 
yeah. now. I was like, yes, I like that. I need someone to, that's why I got this trainer. All the rest of them, they never used to like, like, he's really tough. He won't leave me, let me leave. He's like, you're not going home to do it. I need that. I need that someone to kick me up the arse. Say, listen, no, you've got to do this. You got, you're going to get embarrassed in front of like you. He's very good at, motiv at motivating you. He goes, look, you got embarrassed against Lewis Bloor. Do you want to do that to happen again? No. Well, no, yes, do the work. Yeah. Do the work. You, you, know, you there's, no, there's, there's no two ways about it. You, you've got to. So now, obviously, now I'm starting to find it a lot easier now. But obviously, we're just pushing on, pushing on, pushing on the stuff, and like we're just doing like loads of different stuff, and we're doing that thing called um, um, but we're doing the old school way. Um, bags, sparring, no pads, Muhammad Ali way. Do you know what I mean? No fancy stuff. Yeah. Just, you know, old school. Yeah. And, like, nice. and, and running, running, running bags, running bags and sparring. Old school. Like in the Muhammad Ali days, they didn't have all these all pads and all this sort of stuff and all this blah, blah, blah. They didn't have all that. Muhammad Ali, you never saw Muhammad Ali on the pads. He was like bags, running, sparring, that's it. And Muhammad Ali was the best in the world, so I'm just going to stick with that old school method. Yeah, nice. you know, the thing about it is, it's, it's, it's just a mindset. You can do anything you want. Did you guys know you guys are personal trainers? You know, do you know I mean, you, you know, you, you, you've had, to, you've had um, um, probably difficult clients that you had to deal with and stuff like that. And um, it's just, it's momentum. The men, when the momentum starts to picking up, I just feel like, yeah, do you know what I mean? It's easier now. It's like a rocket. The most of the energy is within the lift off. And once you're, in, once you're, once you're flying, you know, you're, you're, you're home free. Yep. Um, what? Go on, Chris. Oh, I was just going to say, is that kind of how you found yourself getting over that feeling sorry for yourself kind of uh, headspace where it sounds like you've set yourself a massive challenge, surround yourself with really motivating people. Is that, am I right in thinking that's how you kind of got over that? Or is there anything else that's really helped you kind of get over any sort of headspace where you felt sorry for yourself and didn't want to try and achieve anything? Like, right. uh, get over things. That's a really good point. Really, really good point. There's a saying that they say. There's a saying that says, "How you box is how you live your life." And mom, I think Mike Tyson said it, and it's very <clears> true. <throat> um, like um, you know, if you if you if you if you you know if you give up easily or whatever this thing, oh, you feel sorry for yourself. That's how you live your life. Um, the, like the, the 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 first fight I had where I lost, I did I didn't I didn't give it my all and stuff like that. And I felt sorry for myself doing that fight. And now. It's, you know what I mean? Like, it's, you can take life lessons from boxing you can, you can, and you can take it into your own personal life. And I've gone through depression, feeling sorry for myself, all this sort of stuff. I think boxing's the best thing for that because obviously, um, like, you know, as I said, it's not a place where you can feel sorry for yourself. Yeah. And it, it mentally toughens you up. It mentally toughens you up. And I think we all need that. We all need that. Yeah. We, we all need that in this day and age. You know what I mean? Because there are, there's a lot of mental illnesses about. There's a lot of, um, uh, I've been through depression myself um, and stuff, so I can relate to it and stuff. I think that exercise and a, um, like um, a purpose, a purpose, you know, everyone, everyone needs a purpose. You're like, okay, well, I've got this coming up. You've got this, you've know, you got this. You know, it, it just makes you feel, makes you feel like, you know, you're doing something like, you're doing something, you're doing something constructively, do you know what I mean? Yeah. You're doing something, you're doing something, you know, um, it's a really, it's, it's like, um, you're doing, not a lot of people, not a lot of people have got the, have got the bollocks to get in the ring. It's a yep. really tough thing to do. And I know I'm doing something which, which, which is really, 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 but the thing about it is that's what I think, that's what I think you need to do. Um, people are going through a tough, tough time mentally. 
do something which do something really put yourself under some serious pressure. Um, you know, go for a 10k run. Um, go f- climb a mountain. Do a boxing match. Do a charity boxing matches. There are things that you can do. This. I mean, like it's the best way to motivate and and and, and focus yourself. Yeah. You know? So that's what I think, and that's that's what I'm doing. I'm obviously going to be fighting this guy who's really fit. Um, am I nervous? Of course I am. You know what I mean? They're, they're cool. Because, like, you don't know what's going to happen. No. Like, I'd be lying if I wasn't. But I think that's all that's to it. That's what's spurring me on. That's what's making me want to get up at 6 o'clock in the morning and train every day. That's because, you know, because there's that fear of losing. Yeah. Like, if I didn't have that fear of losing, I wouldn't bother. I wouldn't bother so much. But, you know, it's just like all nice watching and stuff like that. And then, I don't know people watching me now because obviously I'm on this journey now. And I, I don't want to let... I don't wanna let I don't let myself down, first of all. I don't want to let down a lot of people who've like, invested their time in me, invested them, you know, and they, they believe in me, you know? So, that makes and sense. Also, just insp- inspire and motivate people, do you know what I mean? Inspire and motivate people, you know? You know, I've, I've had so much messages and from people saying to me, oh, I've gone to the gym today because of you, and I'm eating right because of you. I'm eating lovely places, Dean. I'm eating my meat <laughs> to get to all my fish, and my, I've got a new grill. I've got the same grill as you, and I'm, and I'm, I'm eating my... I'm eating my um, I mean, it's through the States. I was like, brilliant. I think, I was like, wow. I think that's a really good point. Um, and I think this is why a lot of people do tend to follow you, um, is because you're real and you're not fluffing things up. And like, just as you mentioned yourself, you went through depression. depression. And I think that's a really yeah. interesting thing because when you start talking about that, people are like, oh shit, that's someone in the public eye. Like, yeah. He, you know, and when you associate people with the public eye, you associate like a good life, loads of money and stuff. Yeah. And I think it's really good the fact that you can openly say like, I have gone through depression myself, and you like that then inspires more people to the like as you said, you're getting more people in the gym. Like, you know, we we do the exact same thing, and it's hard work. Well, you know, do you know? Do you know? Do you know where I'm, my mistake was? I went through depression. I kept it to myself. And they didn't tell no one about it. And I kept carrying on, which a lot of people do. They carry yeah. on and pretend like everything's a wonky dory. You know what they say about Instagram? People only post their successes. They never post their failures. And I thought myself, do you know what? No one can help me or I can't help myself. If I'm doing living this, this Insta life, I've got to post my failures as well. I've got to, do you know what I mean? Because obviously, like, I'm just living, I'm living a fake life. So I thought, I was, you know, just, you know, in the days, I was like, obviously, you've got a choice to post, to post one or the other or post both. So I thought, you know what? I'm just going to be truthful. What I've gone through, my battled my demons and stuff, and just be real and just I do it like that. And then people can help you. Then they can't yeah. help you if, they, if you're if you're telling everyone the whole world, you're sending that message to the world. I'm fine. I'm 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 okay. No one can help you then. No. Like I had to be honest with my trainers. I had to be honest with my with with, with the people around me. I was going to be honest. And then they say, all right, well we we can support you. We can we, we can help you. Same with like people going through whatever. You gotta be honest with yourself and be honest with the people around you. Because if you're just going there, going around, pretend if it's hunky dory, no one can help you. Yeah. We all need help. We all need help. You can't do it on your own. If you're going through depression, you're going through anxiety, if you're going through all these all these mental health problems, okay, which I did, right? You've got to be honest with yourself and you've got to tell tell people there's nothing wrong with talking about it, you know? No. It's it's fine, you know? It's a so, strong place to be when you can openly talk about it and admit that yeah. you are struggling. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's a very strong thing for me. <coughs> very, very, um, people see it as a weakness. I don't see it as a weakness. Yeah. I, see it as, I, see it as, I see it as a strength, you know. 
at the end of the day, it's like being like being pretending you're strong when you're not is is a, is, is a weakness. You know, that's yeah. not good at all. I, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, but it all, it all unraveled and this thing over, and it all came out. I was on Judge Window and it all came out and this thing over and blah blah. blah and I was pretending that everything was, was all right and, it, and then this thing over, and it all came out. I was like, well, do you know what? I'm glad, I'm glad it did. Do you know what I mean? So, so then I could, I could, I could now I could, I could be be honest with myself now. Building that. That makes sense. <clears throat> and um, just before we kind of move on to the more light-hearted stuff, um, if you was to give, if we was to say, right, three things to help someone who's in a similar situation or has been in a similar situation yourself, you know, struggling to find the motivation to get up, you know, st- struggling with depression, what three things would you give to someone? If the that makes three, sense. The three, the, the, the three things. Yeah. First of all, First of all, okay, you've got to um, set a goal. Set a goal or a target. Set a goal. Those are the days without a plan or a goal or a target, it's all a waste of time. And the days, it's like, look, you need a plan or a target, everything, everything you do. You want to go to the shop to go and get a paper. You've got to plan that. What, 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 what road am I going to go? And this year, what am I going to wear? You need a plan for everything in life. So I say, first of all, set a plan or a goal, first of all. Secondly, I would um, decide what, how, uh, what, 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 what you, what you want to, um, you want to achieve uh, by doing this. What you want to achieve? Um, what sport? What activity you want to? What you want to use? Because yeah, there's a lot of people. A lot of people are, are doing stuff that they don't really enjoy. You know, I think it's very important to you do see something you enjoy. You know, people people do that. Oh, right, well, well, someone told me to do this, and someone to tell me to do badminton, but they hate badminton. What's the point? <laughs> What's the point of doing something you actually hate? Yeah. You do something you enjoy, like like I, like I love tennis. You know what I mean, like it, it doesn't seem like it doesn't. It seems like it just seems like fun. Yeah. Do you know what I mean, like you know, when you're when you're playing when I'm playing tennis, it just seems like fun. It doesn't even seem like exercise. Seems like fun. I like boxing. I like the banter in the gym. I like everything about it. I love it. I miss it. If I if I miss a day, I really I, I can't you know can't do do without a day. If I miss miss miss, it. I can't miss a day now. And I think the third thing would have to be you got to eat right. You got to eat those lovely plates of steak. Right? <laughs> I'm telling you honestly, right? Yeah, I swear by it. Lovely plates of steak. Get it on the go, stick it on the grill, couple of asparagus spears, some broccoli, nice bit of tuna steak or a nice bit of sea bass, or whatever. That's it. Lovely. That's it. Little bit of drizzle of olive oil. You're, that's it. You're set. Lovely place to sleep on. Plan, go. Secondly, find an activity that you like. Thirdly, lovely place to sleep. You can't go wrong. Yeah. You definitely can't. You know what I mean? You can't go wrong. <laughs> Sounds good. My, my three heavy D tips. Cool. <laughs> Sounds great, mate. It sounds like the advice we would give out. So, um, <laughs> it generally <Yeah>. does. <laughs> it really Genius. does. Um, all right, wicked. So, is there anything you want to add that you've not said, or you want to sum up a couple of bits before we move on? Well, I mean, you know, basically, um, um, a lot of people have been asking me about this um, lovely place of steam lead the, about doing some the recipes that I've been doing. So, I think about bringing out a cookbook that's hopefully to be out there. In the next couple of months, I'll bring that tune. Lovely place of steam. Lovely place of steam. No army. <laughs> Lovely place of steam. No army. <laughs> bring that out as well. That's going to be a banger. Um, just you know what? Just just keep posting on my Instagram um, of my journey. You guys can join too. 
Um, um, like hashtag lovely places team, hashtag from heavy D to light D. Um, just follow follow my Insta and just and just you know follow my journey. Wicked. All right. Awesome. Um, just before we go, we've got a couple of random questions that we want to swing your way. Um, so nothing too too heavy. Um, <laughs> so, more the lighter um, stuff. Yeah, more the lighter <laughs> stuff. <laughs> so, what is one thing that not many people know about you? Not people know about me. Yeah, so maybe um, a random fact that not many people know about you. I was the under seventeen um, table tennis champion for London. Oh, sweet. Um, I am nice. Really? And no, 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 no. Actually, there's one, but it's like sort of. A, and also, I can't be beat at tennis. I've got the best surf ever. Sam, a surf. Well, you definitely beat me at tennis. I'm useless. Yeah, same. <laughs> Honestly, listen. If anyone, if anyone wants to pay me for money, right, they're, they're welcome. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> set, set Table tennis. Like I'll that. give you a go. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'll play. Are you, are you, good at, are you good at tennis, Chris? Table tennis, yeah. Tennis, not so much. <laughs> oh, wow. That's my that's my thing. That's my jam. Tennis. I love tennis. I yeah. You know, I, see, a lot of people they, they think, oh, like you you not associate me with tennis, but I actually love the game. I love tennis so much, you know. And it's just like it's just it's just ah, oh, I'm, I'm Wimbledon, uh, all the major Grand Slams, all them. I love it. You know what I mean, Australian, the, the, all that. I'm always I'm always watching tennis. If it's on, I'm watching it. Well, maybe one day you can teach us, mate. Yeah, mate. Yeah, why not, man? We'll have, yeah, we'll have a run out, definitely. <laughs> Wicked. Might take a while to teach us. Uh, cool. Next random question. So you've obviously got your lovely plates of steam, potential recipe book coming out. What is your yeah. favourite plate of steam? My favourite plate of steam right now? One yeah. of my favourite plates of steam has <laughs> got to be, right, listen to this. Tiger pools right here. Tiger pools delicately seasoned with the nice bit of herbs and a nice bit of chili like oil in it. I'm putting the plate in there and a bit of asparagus, right? Bit of broccoli. Do you know what? I'm off the carbs. I'm off the carbs. You know what I mean? The carbs I get from the asparagus and the, and the broccoli. That's me. Tiger Pauls. You can't go wrong. Nice. And I do like jelly deals, but I mean, I would, I would say see, that's a very quiet taste. Like, yeah. Not a lot of people, people like that. But I, I would say right now, because I'm on the seafood diet, you know? Whatever I see, I eat. <laughs> <laughs> Brad's been doing that for about six months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, brilliant. But then it seems really easy. But yeah, basically, um, basically um, yeah, I've just been um, on the fish, um, tuna steaks, sea bass, and the um, bream, and the, and the, the tiger prawns. Nice. But yeah, Tiger Paws is my thing now. Now I love Tiger Paws. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Nice. Good man. All right. right. Okay. Uh, apart from your favourite place of steam, what are you yeah. currently obsessed with? Right now. Yeah. yeah I said I'm an all or nothing person. Like if, like, if I've got to do something. Oh, right now I'm obsessed with place of steam. Right. And and boxing. Perfect. I'm studying it now. There you Everything. Go. Good, I mean, like just there. That's me now. That's me. Like when I'm in the zone, I'm in the zone now. That's it. Yep. I mean, studying tactics and studying just what I'm eating and reading up on stuff and nutrition and all that sort of stuff. So anything to do, I'm always googling stuff about nutrition and and blah 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 and all that sort of stuff. Nice, good man. That's what I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm obsessed with this fight. 
I can't think about anything else. As I really, really, really want to do a number on, on, on Bear. Uh, we've had a bit of a needle in the house. Um, we've got history. So, obviously, I really, really want to... And also, I just want to inspire people to say, well, do you know what? I mean, like, I'm the underdog, you know, overweight, you know, um, you know I'm over 40. You know, if he can do it, I can do it. There's hope, there's hope for all the, all the overweight, over 40 people. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's like, you know, like the Rocky Balboa. When he was like, he's he's not finished. He's not finished. He's got one more. He's got one more fight in him. Everyone's <laughs> got one more fight in them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I want to be the. You want to be the underdog, the, the Rocky Balboa. Do you know what I mean? I want to say, listen, man, you can do this. You know? Because in boxing, boxing is a young man's game. Most boxers retire by the time they're thirty-one, and I'm like, you know, I'm forty. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, not still, I'm still fighting the, the twenty-seven-year-olds. So the day is like, I think I deserve respect just for that. Yeah, good man. You know I mean? Oh, totally, definitely. And he's fit as well. So obviously, it's a big, big ask. It's a big challenge, but I could do it. Good man. I want to win. Nice. Best of luck with it. Uh, when Thank is the actual you. fight? It's gonna be. It's gonna be in March. Um, end of March. You guys are coming. Don't worry. You, you, you're sorted. <laughs> yeah. You've got to come and support your boy. You know what I mean? Definitely, end man. End March, Wembley Arena. End of March. Um, yes, yeah, be mental. Go on. Nice. Definitely be yeah. following that uh, journey right. up until March. Don't mind yeah, a good keep, fight. Make sure, you keep, make sure you keep it free. End of March. Yeah, definitely keep it oh, free. Definitely. Don't worry. 100%. Uh, cool. So let's say it's after March. You've had your boxing. Uh, yeah. You could treat yourself a little bit more and be a little bit more relaxed with your nutrition. Yeah. What would be your favourite takeaway to have? Oh, do you know what? Oh. <laughs> We've got him. <laughs> you know what? I do. I, I, I tell you what. I love a pizza. I love a, I love a, I love a ham, mushroom, and olive. I love ham, mushroom, and olive. I love kebabs. I've got this kebab shop around. Who doesn't? The, you know what? <laughs> I've got this kebab shop around the corner of me. Why? Yeah. He does a sixteen-pound kebab, right? And he's got like, he's got like, you've got rice, you've got everything, you've got, he's got all like five different types of meat in it. Big massive tray. That's what I was eating before. <laughs> That's what got me in trouble. And then sixteen pound kebabs. I'll be like, I'll be like, yeah, Mr. I'm kebab man. Mr. Kebab man, yeah. You, you, can you imagine that? Sixteen pound kebab. Fucking in up. a tray. Oh, he's got everything in it. It's like, oh man, I'll just be there. I should sometimes be there for like an hour. Eating this <laughs> I'll take it. I'll, I'll take it home. I'll take it home. I'll take it a doggy bag. I think we'll let it get defeat. But no more sixteen pound kebabs for me. That's it. I'll eat yours, mate. What? I'll eat yours. <laughs> What's that? I'll eat yours. Yeah. yeah right, they're lovely. I'm telling you, they're lovely, mate. They're absolutely lovely, but obviously not good for your waistline. Do you know what I mean? Definitely but not. What I'm gonna do is when I finish this fight, I'm gonna that's the place, first place I'm going down there to the Gambit Kebab nice. Shop. You know what I mean? Good Just shot. treat myself, do you know what I mean? Say, yeah, oh, come on, mate. You know what I mean? <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> All right, wicked. If you had yeah. so you've got you're gonna have a dinner and you're allowed yeah. to invite three people. Dead or alive, who would you invite? Um, so celebrities, whoever, whoever you want, and why? It's a tough question because you've got you on the spot. It's a, it's a really good question. Real tough. <laughs> That's a really good question. I would no, no. Who I would, I would, I would invite Richard Pryor. Yep. That's my first one. Yeah, good shot. I think it's fucking funny, man. Richard Pryor. I would... Um, I like Marilyn Monroe, you know? Yeah? Yeah, I, I like Marilyn Monroe. It's just like, she's beauty. <laughs> and, um, she, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and one more, one more, one more. 
One more. Biggie, man, Biggie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, Biggie, that is some Biggie, combo. Biggie, you surprised Manny Monroe. That would be a proper laugh, mate. We'll have a proper laugh, man. At the Tell table, me. lovely plates of steam. Lovely plates of steam on the go, yeah, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, brilliant. Uh, cool. Final question, and then once yeah. we're done asking you random questions, you can fire whatever random question you want at uh, either both of us or one question each. So, uh, obviously, you've been part of Storage Hunters. So, what's been kind of your biggest and your favorite find in the whole shenanigans? The best one I liked, the best one I liked was um, the, the car. I've got, a, I've, got a, um, I've got a 25 grand car. What happened was, um, and there was a guy called Scotty there, and we was having a bidding war. We was having a bidding war, and we was having a bit of argy bargy. We was getting a bit physical in there, so like a bit of fisticuffs and that, you know what I mean? And that's what I'm saying. I always used to, we used to kick off, it's to throw me out the auction, get rid of him, get rid of him, bring him back, bring him back. They knew that like, without me, the auction was sick, so bring him back. They kicked me out. So me and Scotty would always kick off, right? Yeah? We'd always have a bit of argy bargy, let's see how our. Have a bit of a punch up in the auction. So they won, <laughs> and they kicked, they kicked me out of the auction. So I'm bidding, I'm still bidding, I'm still bidding for out, outside the auction. So I'm, still, I'm still running them up, I'm still running them up. So what happened was, then, then he ran me up to two and a half grand. I was like, oh, bollocks. So I, was, I got, went to, went to, I got, I got it, and it was like a little shitty fucking Fiat, all right? I was like, oh, Fiat Ponto. I was gutted. And then he goes, he goes, he goes, he goes, heavy, 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 heavy. What? He goes, come here, man. There's another car down. Fuck off. I pushed the car out. Behind it is an antique, um, antique, like 25 grand um, classic car. I went mental. I went, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Ruben is back. Ruben's <laughs> got his swagger back. 25 grand in my skyrocket. That's what I'm talking about. Beautiful. Nice. That was nice. You know what it is? You know that feeling when you know, oh, fucked up. But then you got, then you get a touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. it's beautiful, beautiful, yeah, nice. And uh, I just want to throw in one extra question. Yeah. Um, talk to us. Tell us a little bit more about your nickname, the Heavy D. Did you come up with it? Oh yeah, Heavy D. So basically, how how that came about was, um, Heavy D was like a nickname for me at school because of the of the rapper. Right, there's a rapper called Heavy D. Heavy D and the boys. So that's me. So we went to Storage Hunters, and like they was asking, "Oh, yeah, you know, everyone's got to have a nickname or whatever." So, um, so I told them. So, so I had two nicknames from school. One was called John Alomu, the rugby player. Right. Yeah. They say it's like John Alomu or or Heavy D. And I was like, "Not like John Alomu, like, Heavy D." That's a catchy name. Why we use Heavy D? So that was it, really. Heavy D. And then like how the boom came about was. I don't know, it's just in my head, like, it's like, it's the first thing that came out of my head, because I say it before, like, we say things like, like, at the end of a message, I'll say boom at the end of a message, if I send someone a message, I'll say boom at the end of it, and it was like that sort of thing, but I wouldn't, this guy around shouting boom a lot, it's like, you know, just, he's saying, and then there's the first thing coming to my head, he goes, so then, obviously, I had to say, I had to have a bid that used to unnerve the rest, so I was like, I've got, I've got to piss them off, I've got to think of saying it's going to piss them all off. I just came out and I went, boom, boom. <laughs> that was it, that was it, that was it. He goes, yes, he goes, yeah. You know what, they all turn around and like, oh, fuck. He's fucked us all up. Why were they worrying about me saying boom? I've got my eyes on the prize. Yeah. It's like a distraction technique. That's what the boom was. It, it threw them off their game. 
You'd be dangerous at poker. Exactly, mate. Boom! Imagine playing playing against myself. And then and then uh, I'm in a poker game with another heavy D, right? Yeah? And every single time he won, he went, Boom! <laughs> Come on! Boom! Can you imagine that? That would fuck my head up. Exactly. It would fuck his head would be like, oh, that cunt, he's fucking <laughs> But not only has he won, he's fucking saying boom as well. <laughs> that would that would absolutely fry my brain. That's what it must not be like for them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way I feel for them. Because you can't, you can't, you just know there's nothing to combat that. It's not, is it? <laughs> it's not. Even if you know it's coming. <laughs> you know it's coming. You know, winning wins. It's a no boom. You know it. It's like, oh my God. Oh. And then they're going to try extra harder to make you lose. And you see how, and then, you know. Oh. It just pisses them it's off, great, doesn't it? You know what? I had great fun. Oh, mate, I can imagine. It's been great fun. <laughs> Right, it's been great, great fun having you on, man. It has. It's also been great fun having you on. Oh, wicked, man. It's been a pleasure, mate. It's been really, oh. good, really, really good fun. It's been absolutely brilliant. Um, just before yeah. we go, uh, wrap things up. Where can people find you uh, if they want to find a little bit more about you? Yes. Um, you, can, you can hit me up on Twitter at Heavy, Heavy D. That's two heavies, at Heavy, Heavy D. Or I'm on... Instagram at heavy D boom and Snapchat heavy boom. Nice. All one word. Good man. All right, wicked. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure having oh, you on the podcast, great. mate. It's been it's been a barrel of laughs. Probably one of the funniest yeah, episodes fun. that we've done. <laughs> um, so hopefully boom! we can get you back on after your fight and we'll talk about your fight. But uh, uh, hopefully we can grab you in person and uh, we'll go play some tennis and some sixteen pound kebabs. Yes, yeah, man. Now you're talking my language. Now you're joking. <laughs> Sounds like good afternoon to me. Uh, yeah, it's been a yeah, pleasure having you on. Uh, and I find it amazing that you're using your platform to kind of inspire, motivate, and really help people with kind of what platform you've been given. So, yeah. Keep yeah, up your work, work, mate. Great to see. Definitely, mate. So, that is the episode done and dusted. If you've enjoyed this episode, give us some love. If you don't, you know where to go. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> And one last time, mate, just before we go, give us your best boom you've got. (laughs) (laughs) And that is a boom over and out, guys. See you later. Boom.